It's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me, as always, he was looking to be a first-round ticket in the XFL draft. Sean Dangler. Sean, what's up? Not much. Oh, man, I wish I could be in the XFL uh, draft right now. Uh, he got game, baby. That's that's who I am. Isn't that – was that what a player was? I yeah, was it was something movie. like that. <laughs> I might be saying the movie. <laughs> I mean, it was also a movie, but I, I'm pretty sure he was – that was like a player name as well. Okay, cool. Who was the Sean. first pick in that draft? You know, I couldn't figure it out. Um they did kind of wonky where like they assigned every team a quarterback. Yeah, I saw that. And then like the first overall player was, I guess I didn't look. I just looked at some of like the t- players. I might have known 10 people who got drafted in that thing. Yeah. I know it was weird as I looked at the quarterbacks and I was like, I only know like three of these quarterbacks or something. There are quarterbacks on there I've never heard of. Yeah, I uh, there was like Cardell Jones. Yeah, and Connor Cook was one of them from Michigan State. Except he he got drafted. Oh, okay, he wasn't even an assigned one. Um, Matt McGloin. Yep, I remember him. Um, I recognize the one who went to the St. Louis team just because the Battlehawks. The Battlehawks. Are you going to be a St. Louis Battlehawks fan? Oh yeah, I I've looked at tickets and i've looked at gear already <laughs> nice fun fact you can get season tickets like good season like 50 yard line season tickets for 500 bucks that's not bad no i mean it's 100 bucks a ticket essentially because it's five home games yeah um i will not be doing that but it's a great deal <laughs> if it lasts all five games yeah i like it seems like they're taking better steps than that other the AAF or whatever, but like at the end of the day, it's such a more inferior product than the NFL. So it's like, who wants to watch crappier NFL games? Because like it's already rough watching the Dolphins play. Yeah, I mean, on a positive, like going for them though, they're not like competing with the NFL. It's like they will be in the springtime. Well, that's when what they. They- isn't that what the AAF did? Yeah, and it worked for a little while, and then they ran out of money. So. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe Vince McMahon's got a little more cash to go around. Well, I think he's also got like a deal with NBC, like already in place, yeah, which I probably think, helps. I think ESPN too. Um, really? Yeah. So definitely better because yeah, the AAF was only on like CBS for like a week or two, and then it went to like the sports net CBS Sports Network. Yeah, I remember I watched like a half of it, and then I never watched any more of it. So yeah, um, there's a chance I make it down to a Battlehawks game. Um, <laughs> no, there isn't. I might... oh, yes, there is. Don't you? <laughs> All okay. right. I'll, I'll just I'll become their number one fan. Don't yeah. worry. They have oh. Christian Michael, who uh, who I barely remember, but they, he was their number one overall pick. I have no idea who that is. He played running back 
for the uh, Seahawks for a hot minute. And it was oh, good. okay. I think I know who you're talking about. And they also have a, uh, I think his name is like Brogan Broback or something like that. Really? Yeah, he was like uh, Baker Mayfield's backup quarterback on Hard Knocks. And he's like a total like dude. Really? Yeah. Or a bro, as some would say. So, bruh. Yeah. What's up, bruh? <laughs> but that's a lot of XFL should... talk for a well, league hey, that hasn't even started. Out, someone out there is enjoying it. Maybe that's me. maybe that's what we should do with our podcast: is just go strictly XFL talk. Find our niche. You know, <laughs> this is how we become real podcasters. Yeah, exactly. Just took us a hundred podcasts, and we finally found our niche on the XFL. <laughs> XFL. Uh, like, are they happen. even doing anything different, like, like rules wise? Because I know they're not doing like the, like how in the original one you could just smoke the punt returner. There was no fair catch. <laughs> yeah, it didn't like instead of a coin toss, didn't they do like a foot race? Yeah, it was like, like a scrum, like a rugby scrum almost. And like the first one they ever did, the dude like tore his shoulder. Yeah, clearly did not work. Yeah, I think. Uh, I remember, like, at first, the things I heard were, like, very, like, um, non-football related. It was, like, all players will have to stand for the national anthem or something like that. So, I don't know any actual rules, but I'm sure there will be something different. We'll find out since we're going to be the premier XFL podcast. (laughs) Yeah, for those of you who are interested, tune in for more details when the XFL comes out more details. about the, the St. Louis battle Hawks. I think the Dallas renegades, and I have no idea what any other team names are. I think one of them are called the roughnecks. Um, and there's a viper. Oh, vipers. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know all the names, but we will. Cause it's the premier XFL podcast. Yep. Um, Sean, let's move on to a football league that is actually running right now yes the nfl yes um we're about what is it we're on our seventh week right now yeah it's week week seven i believe so almost and half uh long. it's been everything i've wanted in a football season besides the rams being good yeah they're all right uh, yeah um we'll get to them in a little more <laughs> detail here in a little bit i'm sure but uh Sean, what are your early? I know you had just did a full podcast about it. But wow. What are your thoughts? I want to say full, uh, like a half podcast. Um, on what? Just in general of the league overall? Yeah, just the a, season. The general league. Itself. I think I think the season's been a. It's been a pretty fun NFL season. I do think um, there's a lot of. I feel like a couple of years ago. You know, the quarterbacks weren't as good or there weren't as many younger quarterbacks. Um, but now it seems like a lot of the big quarterbacks, they're they're younger besides, obviously, my man Tom Brady. Um, but, like, it just seems like there's cool young quarterbacks in the league that are good um, that have really made it more exciting, I think. Um, yeah, that's I, – I, I think that's easy to put put like that. I think, I think the NFL succeeds the most – um, when there are good quarterbacks in the league, uh, that's just how the work the league works. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. Um, there's oh. definitely over the past like three years been a 
big influx of young quarterback talent yeah. in the league. Uh, besides so, Baker Mayfield, I was totally correct on the Browns being overrated. Yeah, you definitely called that one um, <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Um, there's some other ones you didn't get right, but that one I will definitely say you were 100% right. Uh, so far I don't know what other ones I didn't get right, but I'm sure there are some. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I won't get into it. I don't really remember, honestly. Oh, I remember it all, Sean. Don't you worry. I'll okay. bring it up at the end of the season. Okay. Not I don't know how our but, tight uh, end bet is going. Um, yeah, I meant to look the other day and haven't. I'm sure I, you picked Kelsey, right? I think so. And I had Ertz. Yeah. I think I'd yeah, probably sure. be winning. Yeah, I think you're probably winning. I haven't heard a lot about Ertz this year. Good thing you didn't take that Mariota bet uh, because he is benched. <laughs> You know what? He's gonna take a week off, recoup. <laughs> he's gonna come back and take him to the promise. Would if he would you sign him for to be a quarterback for the Rams, or at least to compete with Jared Goff for the starting job? Would you do it? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you drink too. I would rather have Goff than Mariota. Well, yes, so would I. But uh, <laughs> I'd take him as a backup. Okay, over so me, I, Blake Bortles. Yeah, um, more and more I think about it, Blake Bortles starting for us, but more and more I get a little scared. <laughs> okay, um, we'll get more into Ram stuff. Uh, no, so uh, how we're going to do this is I picked six AFC teams that I think are going to make the playoffs. Jordan picked NFC, but we'll talk about the AFC first, and we'll just kind of see where it goes. So I guess at this point in the season – uh division winners obviously the patriots um i think the chiefs will still win the afc west uh afc north pretty much the ravens by default i would say and i will take the texans in the south and so the two wild cards i'm gonna go with the buffalo bills uh and man probably the indianapolis colts i think that's the safest ones okay um so I know you mentioned this on your other podcast, but can we just comment one second sure. about how weak the Patriots schedule is this year? Well, yes, that's very true. Like they're going to, they're going to roll into a number one seed essentially because they play nobody. Uh, oh yeah. They're it's s- ridiculous. It, their, their schedule is, well, they have like two of, I mean, granted the jets just got their first win and, Maybe with uh, Sam Darnold with his bout of the kissing kissing uh, sickness, mono, uh, he'll be better. Uh, but like the Jets and the the Dolphins, like I've said, are one of the worst teams, if not the worst, in the NFL. Uh, are in their division. So, but yeah, the Patriots basically their schedule goes: Jets, Browns should win those games. P- Ravens probably should win that game. Eagles, Cowboys. Uh, a little dicey, but both the Eagles and Cowboys aren't looking too hot. The Texans, that would probably be an all right game, but Texans defense sucks. Chiefs, then it goes Bengals, Bills, who have played them the closest, and then the Dolphins to end the season. <laughs> so it's possible if they were to play bad the rest of the season that they still only lose like three games. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's horrible. Because the Chiefs aren't looking too hot, even though I picked them. They've been not looking as good as they were earlier on. 
but yeah, I mean, the Cowboys haven't looked good. The Eagles are pretty helter skelter. Um, I guess if I had to pick, yeah, it's hard to honestly be, be like, oh yeah, I could see the Ravens, Eagles, uh, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, like seeing three of those teams beat the Pats seems very unlikely. I mean, maybe yeah, the Bills, is. but actually, no, it probably won't be the Bills because their next game is at New England when they play each other. So I doubt that. It's just, it's it's a little annoying, um, <laughs> especially as a guy who doesn't like the Patriots. That they're probably going to get the number one seed, and then oh yeah, just probably go to the Super Bowl because of it, because no one can play in Foxport Borough in the playoffs apparently. Yeah, um, I mean, knows, you know, I don't know. Like, it's kind of interesting to know how good. Obviously, they've given up the least amount of points uh, this season with forty-eight, but they also have played really crappy offensive teams. <laughs> oh yeah, they have. Their defense has benefited a ton from like not playing any good offenses. They've also scored the most points, um, but again, they've played crappy teams. So it's going to be. It will be interesting uh, to see. I, yeah, but yeah, they don't really have anyone left on their schedule that really you think that would strike fear in them. And honestly, I don't even know. I guess if I had to pick a team that I would be scared, like I'd say the Saints if they had Drew Brees or the Packers probably. But God, it's hard not to pick against the Pats. Maybe the Seahawks. I mean, there's there's some NFC teams that I think if they were to play them. You know, in the Super Bowl, they'd have a shot. Yeah, but it's tough. It's really tough to judge the Patriots at this point because they've. It's like when uh, Alabama plays like all their like FBS teams or whatever the div- old Division Two was. I forget what it's called. Yeah, um, it's like you don't you don't know how good they actually are because they haven't played anybody. Yeah. Um, it is tough. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, so you had the Chiefs win in the West. Yes. I have no argument there. I think the West is – I thought the Chargers would be better, but um, – I think the most sh- shocking thing is that the Raiders have an above 500 record. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised about how confident they've looked. Yeah. I thought they'd be all right, but they've looked very confident. They've looked very competent as yeah. a team. So, yeah, but. I it, like. There's a slight like, oh, should I pick them? But to be the wild card, but I was just like, ah, I can't do that quite yet. But they, yeah, have a you know, if they win three or four more games out of their next five, like or six, like seems possible. I mean, they do benefit from playing the Broncos and. I guess the Chargers. I, I'm still not going to call the Chargers bad. They're just they haven't been good. Yeah. So they're a talented team. So I don't know if I could put them in the playoffs. So I, I think I can agree with you leaving them out. Yeah. Um, in the South, I like the Texans. Um, I, honestly, I think they're the one team that the Patriots should be scared about playing because yeah. if Sean Watson like is on fire, I think. Mahomes is the only person better in the league right now than him. So that's, that's true. I also um, like it because he's on my fantasy team. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
your other division winner was the Ravens. I, you know, I like the Browns, but I don't think they can catch the Ravens at this point. Yeah. So, um, I think I agree with all your division winners. Okay. Wild cards. Man, it gets really dicey after like the division winners in the AFC. <laughs> That's true. Um, you have the Bills. I don't think I can argue with them because I think they play the Jets and the Dolphins one more time. Yeah, that's and pretty much that why. <laughs> they have to go. They could go three and six after that, and go nine and seven, and probably make the playoffs. So, exactly, I think they're probably pretty safe to make the playoffs at this point. Yeah, um, and their defense is really good. Um, you know, I'm going to argue on the Colts here. I don't <laughs> think they're going to make the playoffs. Just um, don't have faith in Jacoby. No, I. Uh, I mean, they're a good team. They did beat the Chiefs. I just don't think they're week to week or very like they have enough to make the playoffs. All right. Um, I, who are you going to pick over them though? That's the thing. <laughs> so that's the thing. I I'm still holding out hope that the Browns can turn it around. Yeah. They also the Browns also play the Bengals and Steelers. I think a few times. I don't think either of those teams are any good either. Or I still like the Jaguars. I think. They are a good team who has lost games. All right, even so, without your boy Jalen Ramsey, I think they're still going to be all right. They, he hasn't played in the last few weeks, and their That's defense true. has been fine. So I don't I, know. I think they'll be okay. If I wasn't going to pick the Colts, God, I, I'd probably pick the Raiders. <laughs> John Gruden, Danny Gruden, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I don't know any of the people he used to say. I just I don't know. know his voice. I only know Tanny Heel because my roommate would always say, Ryan, Tanny Heel. Tanny Heel. Um, yeah, but other than that, the AFC is just kind of, it's very top loaded. Yes, it is. Um, like I said, I really think there's, it's funny what two weeks can like make you think about the Chiefs. Like two weeks ago, I would call them like maybe the best team in the AFC. Oh yeah. Now I'm like real hesitant, and I'm just not sure about them. But I'd say there's still probably three teams that can come out of the AFC: the Texans, Patriots, and the uh, Chiefs. Sorry, I forgot who it was. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. Um, I guess. What other comments do you have on the AFC here, Sean? Uh, Your divisions. I. I don't know. I don't know. I I. I I'm shocked, like that I picked the Bills, but honestly, it's hard not to. The Bills are four and one, which is crazy. Like I didn't even think that they're that good. Uh, but I think the Bills just play smart, smart football. You know, they don't seem to make mistakes. Josh Allen seems to be a pretty competent quarterback. Yeah, they're, like, very fundamentally sound. Yeah, so. But, yeah, the Chargers were kind of disappointing. But I wouldn't be surprised. It always seems like the Chargers start off terribly. And then they, like, charge back and they'll finish 9-7 and and miss the playoffs still. (laughs) Yeah, they'll barely miss the playoffs or they'll sneak in in a wild card game or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought they'd be so much better. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Steelers 
Roethlisberger's injury really hurt them. Um, not that I would think that they'd be like better than the Ravens, but the two and four, I would think they'd be three and three maybe instead of two and four or maybe four and two. Uh, yeah. I just didn't have a lot of faith in that team this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm shocked the Bengals are zero and six though. I didn't think they'd be this bad. <laughs> no, I, I thought they'd be kind of bad, but I thought they'd be like competent bad. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're horrendous, man. Yeah, they're they're bad. Uh, and I know I think it was a Bill Simmons podcast. They talked about trading AJ Green if he got traded to the Pats. I'd be all for because I have AJ, AJ Green on one of my fantasy teams, but I don't think that will happen. Uh, but yeah, I, the Bengals shocked me with how bad they were. Um, not shocked by how bad the Titans are. Thank God they finally benched Mariota. Man, I will hold out hope on that guy <laughs> until he is out of the league. In the XFL, they may join the Battlehawks. Oh, I'd love it. I'd buy a jersey. <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah, the Dolphins are also terrible. Um, which is, I guess we kind of knew they were going to be bad, but again, they're they're bad. I don't. I guess who do you think's worse, the Dolphins or the Bengals? The Dolphins. Okay. Um, mostly for the fact that when I look at their roster, I don't. I know less of the players. Yeah, I don't think I could name what Kenyon Drake, Josh Rosen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that's it. Devontae Parker. Okay, I didn't realize he still played for him. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Do you think the Jets, since they beat the Cowboys, you think their uh, their season? This is where they rebound. Sam Darnold no. leads them. No, <laughs> I think they're still a bad team. I think that was just one of those games in the NFL that happens. Yeah. Um, and I think the Cowboys. Oh yeah, that that was the second loss they had. So I think they're just kind of at a weird spot. I. Yeah, I think it's just one of those weird games that happen in the NFL season. The Cowboys so have, have no three losses. Yeah, but I think they have two in a row now, right? Or is it three in a row? They have three in a row. (laughs) Okay. Well, they might not be as good as we thought either. No, because their three wins came against, here we go, a murderer's row of the Giants, who are starting Eli, Redskins, and the Dolphins. (laughs) Ooh, I did not realize that, actually. Yeah. Um, Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, let me let's just hop over to the NFC now that we're already talking about the NFC. Okay. Um, I'll give you my playoff teams here. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna go with. Man, I really wanted. I was gonna go with the Cowboys, but how you said that, I didn't realize that those were their three wins. That's not nearly as strong as I thought it was. So I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Okay. The Packers. I think I'm going to go with the Panthers in the South. And. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks in the West. Okay. And then as the wildcard teams. 
I'm going to go with the Saints and the Rams. Oh, man. I was wondering if he'd put the Rams in there. I I still think they can they can win 10 or 9 more games this year and be fine. They've also lost 3 in a row. I know they have and they've been bad loss. They've not looked good. Um <laughs> Do we want to do this now or do we want to wait? Let's just do it right now, man. We're talking about them. Man, they it's each loss has made me more and more discouraged. Yeah. Like the Buccaneers loss was one of those losses that just happened in the NFL, you know? Yeah. Um, bad. You find a team at a bad time and they run, they score a shit ton of points in a fluky game. Yeah. Um, the Seahawks loss was a Thursday game um, that they lose by a missed field goal at the end. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Greg the leg did not come through. I mean, he did. I think he made two or three other field goals that game. So, <laughs> okay. Kind of came through. Yeah. He, he, he missed the kick he needed to make there, but yeah. um, they didn't look too bad. But then this 49ers loss was just like, they did not look good. Mm-hmm. Um, they move the ball the first drive. Um, they stop them. They look like they're going to score again. They just get like, um, I think the 49ers come down and score, and they look like they're going to score in the second on the goal line, the Rams do, and they just get stuffed on, like, three straight plays. Yeah. And just like, oh, this is bad. Um, you go into the halftime 7-7 thinking, okay, it's fine. First play from scrimmage, the running back fumbles the ball off his chest, and they recovered on the 20-yard line. And the game's over at that point. They never moved the ball again. Yeah. It was just – and the bad part was they were playing very well on defense, but when you can't – they had the ball for, like – 40 minutes or 45 minutes. It was crazy. The 49ers did, so. Oh, yeah. That's probably a good way to win the game is keep the ball out of the Rams' hands. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff had like 72 yards of passing. It was it was not a good game, but I think I still think they're the better team. Alright. Um, as you said before, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. They traded away Marcus Peters, which you say what you want about two draft picks. Jalen Ramsey's a good, like, top five corner, maybe top three yeah. in the league. Um, I think he meshes better with what Wade Phillips wants to do. That was one thing that, like, didn't get mentioned a lot, that Wade Phillips is more like a, a man coverage guy. Yeah. He wants his D-backs play man, but Marcus Peters cannot play man because then he gets burnt. <laughs> so it kind of forced him to, like, play off and play zone all the time. Yeah. And they would just let up a ton of pat, like underneath passes because of that. I think being able to play man a little more will be able to help the pass rush a little bit, um, be able to help Aaron Donald get to the quarterback more because one way to beat Aaron Donald is just get the ball up quick. And you can do that when the dude's playing 10 yards off the whole time. So, yeah. Um, and Todd Gurley didn't play last week. We'll see. I, he, First few games, it seemed like he was on a pitch count. These last few games, it just seems like they're either A, not giving the ball, or he, I'm, I'm starting to almost think that maybe he is actually hurt, that maybe I'm getting convinced. <laughs> I would say so. Um, I have I mean, him on my fantasy team, and let's say he's done okay, but pretty much very average for a running back. Not as good as what you would hope he would be. No, I mean... There have been a few games where like he didn't get the ball, and I don't think it was his fault. 
Yeah. But he does not seem like the same guy. Absolutely. I don't know if it's more like they're not giving him the touches, so he's not getting the rhythm, or he's hurt. So I'm going to hope it's more the game plan. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been telling you for weeks, I think it's Sean McVay's play calling that's been really rough. Do you think other teams have kind of figured out how to game plan for Sean McVay? Like they've kind of figured out ways and outs under Sean McVay to figure out how to, you know, counter that. I think it's a combination of things. I think uh, they were starting to figure it out last season, but the offensive line was playing really well. This year, the offensive line hasn't played as well. And Jared Goff himself hasn't played as well. I think just the combination of those three things has all kind of spiraled on itself. Yeah. So um, I do think he needs to – I sound like an old man here, but I think they need to run the ball more. (laughs) Ground to pound. Well, that and, like, before they'd have a lot of, like, misdirections or, like, motions. It just doesn't seem like they do that as much. So we'll see. They play the Falcons this week who are horrendous on defense. So hopefully this is the week where they get their groove back. Yeah, I mean, the Rams' upcoming schedule's pretty de- in their favor. They play the Bengals then next week, and then then they have a bye. Yeah, then they have a bye week. And then they're against the Steelers, home against the Bears, and then their next tough game would be probably the Ravens on the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, they definitely benefit from playing the NFC North as their AFC division because – they're not very good. Yeah. Which has helped a lot. Um, the one issue with them making the playoffs right now is if I think the Panthers are going to win their division, the Saints are five and one. Yeah. The 49ers are five and out and the Seahawks are five and one. So I got a lot of people I, have to start failing. Yeah. And I mean, I know the 49ers just kicked their ass and they've looked really good. But before that, the people they'd beaten were the Browns, um, Steelers, like Steelers, Bengals, and the Buccaneers. Bengals. Yeah. So I don't know how good they actually are, but yeah. Yeah, Forty um, Niners have towards the end of the season they their schedule gets a little harder. So, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I think the Rams are gonna make the playoffs. So. Sean, let me know. What are your thoughts on who I pick? Okay. Uh, I can't really. The NFC East, you pick the Eagles. Pretty much all. I mean, it's hard. I could even see the Giants with Danny Dimes potentially pulling it off. I don't think they will. I think it will be the Cowboys or Eagles. Uh, But, yeah, I could see the Eagles doing it. Uh, We'll save the NFC West for last. Uh, The NFC North. I think Packers are a pretty good pick. They seem to be really good this year, actually. Like in the past, you know, yeah. it's like they just seemed like Aaron Rodgers was doing everything, and now it seems like they actually kind of have a defense, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Like the run game seems to be okay. So it's like it seems like they have a I, – I could see the Packers being a dark – I guess I don't know if you'd consider them a dark horse for the Super Bowl now or to win it, but I think they have a pretty good shot right now with how they've been looking. Yeah, I would say if Devontae Adams can get healthy, they're probably the best team in the NFC, yeah. I, I would think. They've, so. they've looked really good. 
Uh, NFC South, I was kind of shocked you picked the Panthers over the Saints. Um, mainly because I think, well, I don't know when Drew Brees comes back, but the Saints just seem like an overall better team than the Panthers. I mean, I know the Panthers are 4-2 and two and they've done pretty well. It'll be very interesting what happens when Cam is healthy, if they actually let Cam, if they start Cam, or if they just keep riding with, uh, what's his name, Kyle Allen or whatever. I, I think they have the benefit there of not rushing Cam back. Yeah. Like, you wait until you know he's ready. Yeah. Or until Kyle Allen really fails. But right now, like, you don't have to. So, like, take your time, get him healthy. Because yeah. I think a healthy Cam Newton is still one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, and I know I asked you offline, but what if would you trade for Cam Newton if you're the Rams in the off season? You know, I still would say no. I know right now Jared Goff's playing very bad. Yeah. Um, but part of the thing you got to consider there is he's what four or five years, maybe even more than that, younger than Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. He's healthier than Cam Newton. And I think Jared Goff's upside is still about what we saw last year where he was like an MVP candidate, like top five MVP. I think that's still his upside, and I wouldn't trade that away. Like, that, you don't have many of those if he can play up to that. So, Fair. You don't ask me at the end of the season if he plays this way the whole year. Maybe yes, but right now I'd say no. Okay. I think with the NFC South, though, I'm shocked at how bad the Falcons are. I did not think they'd be this worse than the Buccaneers. Yeah, I think we all, like, when we did our predictions at the beginning of the year, we thought they were either going to win the division or be second. Like, yeah. I don't think any of us thought they'd even be the third best team. Yeah. So, it's crazy, crazy how their their defense is just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's basically it. Is their defense is atrocious. Yeah, it's... It's, it's the, wor- it's the worst, worst in the league, giving up the most points. Yeah, it, right now it definitely seems like Dan Quinn's getting fired. Yeah, it's shocking he hasn't been fired yet. <laughs> you know, I, I thought about that today, though. If you think about it, like, this time last year, they were okay, and they had just coming off a Super Bowl and a playoff. Like, yeah. he was still good. So, really, he's only been bad for a year. But now they're really bad. We'll see, though, because their next three games are the Rams, Seahawks, Saints, and then the Panthers, and then finally Buccaneers. I don't think he's going to make it through all four of those games. <laughs> I, I think he makes it through the year, actually. I think it's one of those things where by the end of the year, like everyone knows he's getting fired. Yeah. But I think he makes it through the year. I think that ownership is like very like good about that. So no? We'll see. But they're bad. I think they're a top five pick at this point. Yeah. Which is probably good for them because they seem like one of those teams that are going to get a top five pick and then be really good again. They should be. Their their offense, like, is they have, like, a good quarterback, good receiver, and a good running back. So it's like, yeah, they just got to fix their defense. Yeah. They'll get fucking some awesome DN. They'll get AJS, the DN uh, from Iowa or yeah. something like that. And he'll just like be the one piece they need. That's true. Um, as for the NFC West, that's tough. I'm not gonna pick against your Rams. I still think they have a good shot. Uh, yeah, it's it. The 49ers, their defense looks like it's really good, but like you said, their schedule. 
uh, has not been as great. It almost feels like a little bit of fool's gold because Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been anything like spectacular by any means. Uh, no. he's just basically been a game manager, I think for him, you know, it's not like he's out there, what everyone thought he was going to be. And maybe he will get there because he's still coming off an injury, but still it's like, I haven't been overly impressed by his skill. Yeah. The only thing about them is they have five wins already. And like really in NFL, if you, if you win like nine or 10, you're in. Yeah. So it's like, they have to do a lot not to make it in. Yeah. I'm also shocked by how good the Seahawks are that they're five and one. So I'll say after watching them play the Rams a few weeks ago, they, they look good. Um, yeah. I haven't watched them play at all the other games, but they looked really good against the Rams. Like as a good, like complete team. So, and Russell Wilson, like is infuriating to play against because <laughs> he just like, can't tackle the guy. I know. It seems like uh, people are saying he's going to be a potential MVP this year, which is sad because I do not like Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like him either. So I don't know. I, I guess out of that, I'm still, I I don't want to let you down, Jordan. So I'll pick the Rams as the wild card, and I'll pick the Seahawks to uh, win the division. And then I guess who is your last wild? You said the Saints would be your other wild. Yeah, card. I think the Saints are gonna make the wild card. I think it's gonna come out of the NFC North. I, I I think the Vikings, even though Kirk Cousins, he's looked better as of late, but I think the Vikings are gonna get in. Yeah, the NFC is kind of weird because there's. Like in the AFC, you have to like talk yourselves in yeah. like the wild card spots. Where the NFC, there's so many competent teams where you have to like talk yourself out of one of these teams. Yeah, pretty much. And, and really, honestly, we're we're probably you're biased because I'm super biased about the Rams. So really, we should be talking ourselves out of the Rams at this point, <laughs> record wise. Yeah. Um. But I just can't. I can't get off me yet. Not this early. Not this early. I understand. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think the NFC North. I what was I watching Monday Night Football? I think so. I think they made. They said the NFC North was like the best, or it was. I don't know. Maybe it was another game, but they said the NFC North was probably the best division in. No, it was definitely Monday because that's when the Lions Packers played. Was the best division in football, which is. I mean, it's pretty hard to argue with. Everyone is above or at five hundred in that division. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, the Packers, like we said, are maybe the best team in the NFC. Yeah, and the Vikings are right now four and two. Yeah, and, and the, the Bears and Lions. Yeah, somehow the Lions. I'm shocked at how good the Lions have been so far, and they've could have won both of the games they lost too. Like they're close. And, and the game they tied, where they should have won. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's. That would really be the determining factor on the best division. Like the Lions are definitely better than the Falcons and the Cardinals. Who yeah. are the two other like those two divisions could maybe argue it, but it's not anywhere close. So um I would agree that it's the best division in football. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's I, I don't know. I think the NFC no I think the, the NFC definitely has better teams or a more volume, I guess, of better teams. Yeah, definitely. Um, which I think is what we thought coming in. Yeah. Um, it, it is funny. I know you listen to the Bill Simmons podcast a lot. For a while, they were, they were like shitting on the NFC, and I had no understanding of why. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I think I know why, because I love the Patriots the same way I love the Rams, but... Yep. It was just funny. Yeah. Their takes um, are sometimes not so great. Yeah, well... You had, a real, you had a real harsh take about them talking shit about wrestling and not mentioning Iowa. Oh, yeah. So, for those of you who don't listen to the Bilson podcast, he was talking to Shea Shirano about some high school wrestling movie. And the, the comment came up there like, he's like, hey, Shay, like, what's like the Texas, or what's the wrestling version of like Texas football? And they like stood there for, or like didn't stand there. They were talking for a minute. And then they were like, you know, I don't know. I'm sure it's like somewhere on the East Coast, maybe the West Coast. Like, I think it's more of a coastal thing. I'm like, I just wanted to like scream at work. <laughs> Like, the East Coast, I get it. There's no wrestling on the West Coast. Yeah. And, like, not even to mention Iowa in the conversation <laughs> is How dumb they are. abysmal. It's horrible. I Funny thing is, I listen to that podcast, and I don't remember them <laughs> talking about wrestling at all. So, <laughs> clearly, I don't think a lot of people knew what was going on. No, I mean, who would? Besides the random Iowa dude sitting listening to the podcast at work who didn't want to do work. Yeah. Um, I decided not to call him out. I was I was gonna was gonna call him out on you know the internet, but well, I you just not did to. on this podcast. Well, you're right. Well, we also have a beef with them, so that's all right. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Um, they're not the premier XFL podcast. No, right? not at all. Um, Sean, if you were to just like blindly pick who your Super Bowl can like uh, contestants right now contestants uh, uh contestant number one for the super bowl would be the new england patriots and out of the nfc probably the packers like i said i like both of those teams yeah i think you're right i think that's probably what i would pick as well i i guess i could see the seahawks i it's pretty hard in the afc to pick anyone but the patriots at this point uh <laughs> the nfc you could talk me into maybe a few teams yeah, I was gonna, there's probably three teams in the NFC I could pick, but I can't, with any real gusto, pick anybody but the Patriots right now, the yeah. AFC. So. Yep. <laughs> um, well, Sean, do you have any last comments on the NFL? Uh, I I think I'm I think I'm good right now. Uh, except for wait, let me look. Great. Awesome. Uh, Mahomes limped off with a right knee injury and is ruled out from the rest of Thursday night football, which is awesome because I own Mahomes in one league. Yeah, I'm going to say right now, I'm watching the game on TV right now while doing this podcast. I don't think Matt Moore has completed a pass (laughs) since I started watching. I also started Sammy Watkins, uh, who is not playing because I'm a moron and didn't check my team early enough. What a rookie mistake. What a rookie Sean. mistake. Have you ever played fantasy football before? <laughs> I guess not. That's all right, Sean. I still have faith in you. Thank um, you. We'll have to get an update on your fantasy football in the next pod. All right. Um, um, Sean, have you been following the WWE lately? Uh, slightly. A little bit. I know they're on uh, Fox now, uh, and that's been a, quite the big deal. Lesnar showed up actually, not for just a pay per view. So, 
Uh, pretty good. I heard Hell in a Cell sucked real bad at the end, apparently. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. What about you? Um, I've been following. I've actually been watching a little bit recently. Oh, man. Um, the Fox move got me to watch at least an hour. Yeah, did you see The Rock? No, I didn't watch that episode. Oh, okay. Um, I mostly tuned in to watch the WWE draft, which Uh-oh. somehow every year gets me to like be interested even more. And then it's just essentially them making an announcement like, this guy is now on this show. Do they have like in a the worst possible way? <laughs> do they have like a counter or like do they have matches going on or is it the whole time they're just like standing there and someone's reading off the picks? No, it's like they'll have matches and then like what happened this year is like Stephanie McMahon would come out, announce like five picks at once, and yeah. then like they'd have another match and do it again. Okay. It was like it was very anticlimactic. Do they show the wrestlers like, yes, I got picked a raw or anything like that? Or is it just no, the name they would names? just show like their like profile, you know, like on the NFL draft, like a dude will get picked and they'll like be a picture of them. And then like, they're like stats or something like this, like ran a four, four forty or something yeah. like that. Essentially it was that it was like Roman Reigns. It was like a picture of Roman Reigns and it was like three time world champion. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, Royal Rumble winner. And it's like just him like posing essentially. It doesn't even show like them doing a finishing move on anyone. No, it was not a good good way to keep the excitement going. Is that how they've always done it? Or uh, did they have other ways they've done it before? Um, I think the first one that ever happened was in like 2002. Yeah. And I remember watching that one and like that one was exciting to watch. And like they had like the wrestlers like reacting in the locker room because like they didn't tell the wrestlers what was going on. Like honestly, they didn't tell them? I think so. I'm sure some some of them knew, but not all of them. Okay. So like it, there was like real like emotion on some of them. Okay. <laughs> so, um,. But that was not how this one went. There was some decent things like Brock Lesnar's going to SmackDown, which makes sense because that's on Fox. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns on SmackDown because that's on Fox, you know. Yeah. I, and then they they put the Fiend on SmackDown. Which have you seen the Fiend yet, Sean? <laughs> All I know is it's Bray Wyatt. Does he wear some creepy mask? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> he. Uh, in the hour I watched on TV, he showed up, and my wife just looked at him and went, he's creepy. Please change the channel. <laughs> Isn't um, that, like, his whole thing, just being a creepo? Yeah, except he's, like, way more creepy now. Is he, like, like an alter like, ego type of thing? Yeah, like, his the Bray Wyatt, like, himself is, like, a Mr. Rogers, like, character now. Okay. But his alter ego is the fiend who is, like, yeah, essentially like a monster who like a monster mixed with like Michael Myers. That's weird because it wasn't Bray oh, Wyatt. No. Weren't, wasn't he doing like some like puppet thing? Is he still doing that or is he just being falling? Yeah, that, that that's the Mr. Rogers thing. Okay. He has like a Mr. Rogers show called like uh, the Firefly Funhouse. Okay. Um, that funny enough, Seth Rollins who was drafted to raw this week. Yeah. Um, burnt down in the past episode of raw. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so is this like um, a Vince McMahon gets in the car and blows up moment? 
Kind of. I mean, so Seth Rollins, like big, like his, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? His motto is burn it down. Oh, okay. So, and he's been in a feud with the fiend. So he found the firefly Funhouse, which I'm assuming is just like a room in the back. Yeah. And then he burns it down. Seth Rollins burnt it down. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought the fiends had set the room on fire while he was in it. <laughs> no, but that would've been cool. That would've been cooler, but no. Okay. Uh, how Seth are they going to have burned it down? How are they going to have a feud though if one's on Raw and the other one's on SmackDown? See, that's what people don't know. People like were like, "Wait, shouldn't this have ended or why did you draft them to separate shows?" Yeah. Cuz like, do they that, try to keep them separate as well? So in the past they've kind of like intermingled a little bit, especially yeah. when they were both on the USA network. Yeah. Now since they're on two different networks, people are thinking that they're going to be more separate, but honestly nobody knows for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've so. I've heard that on the Fox on SmackDown, they want that to be more like the bigger guys to make it more like real feeling in a sense because they have the NFL on Thursday, then college football Saturday and the NFL on Sunday. So they want it to yeah. be like, you know, it looks like real big men doing manly things and not just a soap opera. Yeah. One way I had it described to me is like when they like cross promote, they don't want the wrestlers to look small by a football player. So yeah. they have like the big dudes yeah. on SmackDown. Which makes sense. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how how well it does in like six months from now and if it's still if it's doing pretty good or not yeah we'll see i there's also like this up and coming uh wrestling promotion called aew yeah which has like a bunch of like indie re- like the big indie wrestlers on it yep and then chris jericho who used to be on wwe um so a lot of people think like that could be like a driving force to make wwe like change up its ways a little bit but then again Still, nobody knows. Like, yeah, AEW's on Wednesdays uh, against what NXT or whatever. Yeah, NXT, which is like the very small guys, like dudes like my size. But isn't NXT also just like the like minor leagues in a sense? Like, um, don't the new wrestlers all start there? It was. Um, now that it's like on like USA network, it's going to be a mix apparently. So so like people won't like move on from there. Okay. They'll just go there. So do they have another one that they'll be kind of start at, I guess, and then move on to, I don't know. Okay. Not sure. Yeah. WWE interesting right now. Very Um, interesting. It's very cool. In a sense that it's on Fox. It'll be very interesting to see how it turns yeah, out for him. It's definitely like a different experience watching it. Like if you've, I, I mean, if you haven't watched it in the past years, like it's not going to seem any different to the, than it would normally, but like going from watching it on USA to watching it on Fox, there's definitely like something different about it in a good way. Like it's a fun different. Is it higher production quality? No. One thing I did notice, and this could be just the way I watch it, it was lower quality. It like really? looked like non HD. Oh, that might be the way you watched it. 
Oh, I'm sure it was, but either way, it was like a noticeable dif- different. Okay. So we'll see. You know, maybe if I'm bored on a Friday night drinking by myself, I'll throw on SmackDown. That that is like the only thing. I'm not home often on Fridays, but now it's like like I was home for a little bit last Friday, and I was like, oh yeah, SmackDown's on at seven, and so I turned it on, watch like five minutes of it, basically to watch. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns come out and grapple with each other and then left. Oh, so you missed the fiend coming out. Cause that's part of the match. I watched. He came out at the end. Yeah. I, I totally missed that part. I had, I had left <sighs> by that point. Sean was too cool. That was too cool. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have on the WWE. Just kind of, it's interesting right now. They, uh, they also got, um, like a real boxer and a real MMA fighter. What? Like they're doing matches boxer, at the Saudi though. Arabia show. I know that Cain Velasquez, but who's the boxer? Tyson Fury. He was like a heavyweight boxer. He's like fighting Braun Strowman. Oh, really? I didn't know that was actually a real thing that he was going to fight them. Yeah, I don't know if it's a boxing match or if it's an actual like wrestling match. But either way, there's a fight at the Saudi Arabia show between those two. Oh, right. I mean, I've heard Tyson Fury is kind of a not a great person in real life, but that's kind of cool. Is he really? I haven't heard any about him. I just know he's a big dude. Now I don't want to say, because I I really don't want to make allegations if I'm not correct, but, uh, I'm just throwing out stuff right now. Yeah. Just throwing out stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's cool though. Uh, even though it's in Saudi, Saudi Arabia, which is not the best place to hold something, but Hey, uh, NBA just went through with that with China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't need to get in the geopolitical talks on yeah. this podcast. Nope. Too too far. We're just about the XFL. Yeah, we're just the premier XFL podcast. Exactly. Um all right, Sean. Which now is it's time but, for everybody. <laughs> sorry, which is also owned by Vince McMahon. So <laughs> but screw that. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> See? That's how they get you. It's that cross promotion right yeah. there. <laughs> um all right, Sean, time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Yep. Where you talk about your Dead Redemption stories. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. It's it been a while since I played. I actually have two stories. The first one, uh, I don't remember. So this last weekend, Jordan happened to stay with uh, Jordan Allison, stayed with Kim and I. And we were out drinking kind of late. Um, Lyft driver sucked balls and we had to get an Uber driver. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Otherwise, I'll be pissed. Uh, but we get back and, you know, we decided to play a little Red Dead. Jordan was going to watch. Um, but Jordan, what happened after about, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, maybe 20? Um, I fell asleep. <laughs> Which, honestly, lasted longer than I thought it would. <laughs> Yeah, so I basically played Red Dead probably for like two hours from like 2 to 4 a.m. Just by myself with Jordan just most of the time snoring on the couch next to me. And then he, he got up and left. And I yeah. played a little longer after that. But while I was playing, I think, I can't remember if I played this earlier in the day or if it was during this. But I had been previously trying to work on catching this legendary perch, uh, which is a fish which is in this lake. I don't know why this lake is so contaminated, but anytime you caught a fish in it, the fish is like kind of like disgusting. Like it's been uh, 
toxic and so it's like body doesn't look right and arthur morgan every time is like oh this looks disgusting <laughs> some <laughs> something like that very arthur morgan-esque uh so yeah and like i'd been pre- playing it previously and i swear to god it went to everywhere around the lake couldn't catch this damn fish and so like i'd given up on it i was like uh, i came back i think it was that day or the day jordan was there came if I played it before or after, I don't remember. But that day, I go, first fish I catch that day is a perch. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Why did it take me so long the other time? <laughs> I was so mad. But I caught the fish, so I was happy about that. And then one of the quests, other quests I was working on was you have to you have to shoot. Um, you have to disarm someone uh, when they're trying to shoot and kill you. Uh, you have to disarm them by shooting their gun out of their hand. Um, and guess what, Jordan? That's incredibly hard. <laughs> uh, you don't say. Yeah. And so I, I spent forever hiding behind shit, trying to piss people off to come and shoot me, trying to shoot them. You have to shoot three people without or disarm three people without reloading or switching guns which is incredibly hard. <laughs> and I spent way too much time trying to do that. And I finally gave up and like, because it's red dead, I'm like, I got to fucking do something. And this is at like 3am on Saturday, probably right when Jordan went to sleep, went to the room to sleep. And I was like, God damn it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go and just do another mission. And then I ended up playing another hour. Just like, I think I actually did an actual mission. Uh, and some other stuff, but oh man, super annoying. That's all I want to say. These quests are dumb. I don't know why I keep playing this game and keep going back, but I swear to God, I'm in a hundred percent this game. So one question that just came up in my mind when you were telling me that story is, so let's say a guy has two guns. Could you disarm both guns? Yeah. And is that a thing? I don't think anyone in that game... I have two guns, but I haven't ever seen anyone else with two guns. Okay, so it's not like if you were to disarm somebody, they would like still have a gun to shoot you with? Uh, sometimes, I guess sometimes I think that does happen. If they have a bigger gun, like a shotgun, and you disarm that, they pull out like their pistol, I guess. Um, okay. Because it is a lot easier to disarm them when they have like a shotgun or a rifle than when they just have their pistol. Because basically what you have to do is red eye them every time, but then you only have so much red eye you can use. Uh, and so like, yeah, it's, it's so not easy. I got a YouTube, but basically all these quests come down to me going on YouTube and trying to figure out what's the easiest way to do this. Yeah, it sounds like most games that I try to like hundred percent nowadays. <sighs> I don't. I I truly don't understand how anyone hundred percent this game in like a week. It's so hard. Well, here's the thing, Sean. Most of the time they're twelve, and that's all they do. How do you have that much time? Hey, man, I would. I could free up that much time. I would just have to quit my job and oh. try divorce my wife. <laughs> ah, need need the thing I'm doing anytime soon. Yeah understandable um, okay so I'll, I'll say this about watching you play Sean it was very enjoyable <laughs> and when I woke up just like the last time I woke up watching someone play Red Dead yeah. I wasn't sure if it was a dream or if it was real 
Fair. I mean, the game is so beautiful at times. I believe at one point when I was playing or started playing, you're still awake. I came across this beautiful meadow. I was like, look at how beautiful this is. It was. It's a very good looking game. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably why I fell asleep from the beauty. Just the beauty. Take it all. And all the beer I drank. (laughs) I know it helped me sober up because I just was playing so late. Yeah. uh, Getting up the next morning was not fun. But I did it. Well, I did it. You did it. Uh, yep. Yeah, I got to sleep in a little longer, so I was pretty fine. Then we went to Hy-Vee, and it took our food forever to come. Actually, no, I got buffet. It took everyone else's food longer to come, but I went to the buffet, and so I got my food right away. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, I know. Solid choice. But Sean, that's really all I got, man. All right. Um, rate and review us, like us, retweet us. Um, get ready for our XFL takes. Yes, now the premier XFL podcast. Hell yeah! Any last words? Nah, man. See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you guys for listening to the Pandering Talk. If you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe us, and give us five stars on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast at otherwise if you want to reach out to us please hit us up at our twitter account at pandering talk or our email account at pandering talk at gmail.com plus if you want to talk to sean dangler personally hit him up at sean dangler jordan doesn't have twitter because he's too cool for that all right thank you guys